Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Alpha Alloy Podcast. Today, I'm here to discuss about a very important topic in not just the software world, but for all the industries who are trying to store records in some way. Yes, we are going to talk about database systems. right so not just any database system where i will be talking about the different flavors different varieties and all of this stuff i will be briefly touching upon them just to give the context but i would be giving an easy way for people to get started working with a database system for their hobby projects as well as for building a proper robust enterprise grade application right so with that said let's get into the topic so generally like i said before database system is not something which we use in the software industry right so there are there are scenarios where even a normal file systems in a different level different tier companies in manufacturing domains or in any any other domains even especially in media domains we are storing certain industry certain values in the database so what sort of database will i build that is the next important question which each and every software architect or people who are who are back end developers bring out to the table we have to analyze the advantages and disadvantages of different varieties of building a database system so as you guys would already be familiar the primary categorization is relational database management system or columnar or non relational database management system so initially we used to rdms concept to rule the world so i would say till 2008 there are only one ways of building a database system so primarily we will have a list of tables we will have a set of entities and a set of relationships between them and we will use the er diagram and convert it into a table and then we will have relationship between different table we will normalize them in such a way that uh, the relationships work in an easier way so basically it's all the computer science core concepts so you will follow the first normalization second normalization and all of this stuff so but i'm not going to delve deep into that so but still those concepts are very relevant even to this day so none of that has gone to extinct so we have to make that clear so without that background and foundation we wouldn't be in a place where we are now so so till 2008 during those times the traditional rdms way of building database ruled so during that time the famous database solutions were of course microsoft mysql microsoft sql server and then mysql which is an open source variant and then we have oracle db database and then we have maria db and then we have different different databases so slowly what happened was after 2008 2009 the emergence of web application almost skyrocketed and everything was going extremely uh, i mean the demand was like why should we store it in this format so generally web application engineers they were forced to do certain things just to store data in rdms so they realized why should i do this so even though you have a lot of orm tools that is object relational mapping tools which will literally allow you to persist data in a database that sort of you know bundling everything together it was kind of like a sacrifice which they are making 
so they just wanted to take the objects whichever they are using and directly stash it they don't felt the necessity right so it's almost like the trade off guys so there is this particular line where you have developers comfortableness okay i would say developers ergonomics so developer ergonomics and consumer experience so on one side you have developer ergonomics another side consumer experience so if developer is feeling comfortable in doing certain things and even if that results in a millisecond extra latency he is ready to make that better and sort of do it because at the end of the day he is not doing any or mappings so he is just taking the objects and is just storing it so mostly for all web applications generally the ui will consume data in json so storing directly like a json or a document became a necessity after 2008 so during that time you have this databases like mongodb and then you have cassandra and another columnar databases which got which got into limelight because they provided exactly this functionality so developer realized that in order for me to be more comfortable i will directly store this so people were able to quickly prototype they were able to experiment and then they started deploying solutions using all these things but there comes a, there was a problem because you can quickly build all those things using non relational database still they are excellent but when it comes to scalability and when it comes to performance when multiple users are using when millions and millions of people are using when you are using a cutting edge thing to solve during that time your application was facing performance issue so during that time they slowly took a step back and they started reinventing the rdms rdbms so we will take the relational database system itself we will use some flavors we will add some steroids to it and make an, and ensure it that it also satisfies the needs of the columnar or non relational database and also has the benefits of the relational database so this was something which the industry was looking for and there exactly during that time the clear winner emerged and that is what we will be discussing about today yes my friends so today i will be going little more about as a beginner friendly project or even if you are trying to build an proper enterprise grade enter, enterprise grade database system you have to go and use the world's most advanced open source database so i've literally quoted the tagline so it's none other than drum rolls postgres yes so postgres equal like i summarized right it's almost like you have everything and anything from both the rdbms world and non relational database world it's almost like a perfect blend and perfect culmination of uh, getting the best of the both the worlds together and bundling it into a best packaged solution so with that said right today what i would be suggesting is i would be encouraging you guys to and i will be conveying my points on why postgres is a better solution to start off doing hobbyist projects as well as when you are building enterprise grade solution so we will be discussing about the benefits and i also compare it with other database system just to drive home the point that why i am recommending you guys to move in this direction all right perfect so with no further delay i will give you guys a free overview of how postgres came into existence and how it's different from other open source database systems because there are a lot of lot of database systems in the market right so for the starters postgres sql is it's not just a some hipster project guys so so it's been right it's been around for more than uh, around two decades now 
and it's almost like a major player in the open source database world okay it's challenging big players like oracle microsoft sysbase and ibm right so so it's almost like a professionally maintained open source database so it's highly capable of running complex data driven application so in this era of data science right so you you when you are working with data frames and then with a huge volumes of data so you can definitely try integrating postgre into your pipeline so so postgre has several advantages so like i said right so this is one of a true open source project there is no strings attached here so that is one more important thing here so it's not like uh, some some big companies running behind and they are having one particular they are the ones who are pulling the major strings no so because there is no licensing policies and there is no demo version so there is a company behind postgre as well naturally so that's cybertech so but cybertech it's not like a very big conglomerate like microsoft of the world or the google of the world so so they are they are just there to drive home the point that uh, you have to follow these guidelines when contributing to the open source and then this is how our database system was built so if you guys can do a quick favor you can just go and see the official github page of postgre so it's a very very famous repository with more than 6000 stars so you can see the community guidelines of what, what how and uh, how the database system was constructed from ground up and how you can go about contributing okay so so this is the main thing so this is like a proper open source so there is no strings attached quote on code so and then again so you can uh, if you wanted to there are this question which enterprises ask so i'm i will embrace open source with my open arms okay so is there a way for me to turn and use the code base make some changes and turn it into a closed source okay so unfortunately so the problem here is the license which PostgreSQL is packaged doesn't allow you to uh, run a closed version and then try to spin off on the same so you have to you have to properly cite it and you have to give a you have to ensure that it's almost if a new change is been implemented you have to give it back so that is one big catch but still i would say you can still benefit and integrate with your solution but you you can't just build a commercial packaging based on the features from postgre and sell it as an old database so that is the catch it doesn't mean but you can still use it in your own enterprise system that's not a problem so you can't just run a competing database system using all the features from postgre and try to make a money out of it per se okay so like i said right so now we will talk about how postgre right is different from the other database systems which i talked about earlier so one of the major advantages right so postgres is not just a relational database it's object relational database okay let me explain you what's the difference between relational and object relational right so in one side you have this relational database like mysql mariadb and then microsoft sql server oracle db and then firebird all these follow the concept of rdb so you will have the entity and then you will have a relationship between multiple entity and then you will have a fixed data types or a fixed data model like int varchar and then float date timestamp etc and etc but here in your postgre you will have all these things as well but you will also have the ability to create your own objects so this is a very important and very powerful features just imagine we can have our own custom data data types right and we can define relationships between multiple data types 
so it's almost like uh, in an object defined way let's like in c++ how you will have your own classes and stuff you can have your own user defined objects and you can even have your own set of operations and then your own set of functions on their uh, on the data type so this is a very powerful things which i found so and also one another important thing this when you are defining your objects in this object relational way you can create multi dimensional arrays as well you can you can create your own own table and then you can define a data type which can accept multi dimensional values so let me give an example so for example let's let's create a restaurant table create table restaurant and then we are giving column names as menu menu items menus and stuff like that but when we give menu items we will have a multi dimensional array stating that for the first one uh, we have for the morning menu and then we will have a set of values in an array and then for afternoon or lunch we will have a set of different uh, different items and finally during dinner we will have a whole different set of items so these sort of multi dimensional things can be directly inserted so you can just say insert into restaurant and then quote and quote you can open it and you can insert values in this multi dimensional array so this is a very powerful feature with which is not available in mysql oracle or other database solution so this allows the ui developers to sort of define their own json structure right because json sub, json support is already there along with it you can even i mean store the json as a multi dimensional array here as well so so this brings the flexibility of non relational database to the to the relational database way as well so object relational database systems are the future and postgre being an open source and almost it's a vetted and proven database for more than two decades now so that's why i'm actively watching that it's a very good solution to start building your rapid prototype so that you can easily scale and you can deploy it as a fully functional application so this is one one important point so moving on right so we also have a lot of custom support guys so already as i told like we have json support and then you even have json binary support so for example if you are building an iot application you will be working with a lot of binary data so you will you are basically getting telemetry data from multiple different sensors right so so it's almost like you are monitoring everything in real time and you might even store lot of binary values as a buffer so easily that can be integrated in postgre so so this is something which will attract a lot of developing communities even in the iot world so that they can easily integrate a database system into their current existing tech pipeline so this is something which i wanted to point out also so along with that uh, giving you with a lot of uh, custom uh, data types you also have a way of uh, querying uh, querying the information with different filter commands and then you you have a, your own set of apis to access uh, access the data stored in an easier way so the performance is not something which will be a bottleneck when you are using postgre so postgre clearly has a strong community who are trying to optimize the performance and throughput so that your uh, your database is able to scale and handle the loads so all this are good so like i said before every database system is not a proper database system if it is compromising on the data integrity front so now let's briefly discuss about how uh, how how much secured data stored in postgresql is right so postgre being a proper rdbms system even though it's object relational it is fully compliant compliant to the asset property guys that is atomicity consistency isolation and durability so 
this is something which we will this is like a litmus test for every database system so you will literally see how well the database system is uh, performing based on all the four four different criterias so it's almost based on the research and based on how users have have uh, rated down the database after deploying multiple applications right it's almost proven at this point that postgre is almost equivalent to mysql and mariadb or even more than them in terms of ranking them in uh, asset based on asset property so so again so this is a big feather in the cap for postgre so moving over right another important question which we have to discuss before winding up on this topic is every database system is not a good system if it doesn't support a proper backup and recovery systems so there must be a backup and recovery manager which is already running so that if the database is going down automatically it should sort of try to save it in some other place or have an uh, inherent capability to recover from a earlier point in time and keep moving so if you are working in a cloud based system automatically for example in aws you will have a ability to create a replica every one hour or something like that but even if you are using postgresql right in your in house server you still have the ability to have a proper data backup recovery manager so there is one one famous uh, open source data recovery manager called barman so barman is also supporting postgre along with some other database so you can use that to administer and manage your database system right so it allows you to perform remote backups of multiple servers so even in your own in house servers and in other business critical environments so basically database administrators can use this to recover the database to any point in time so yeah so these are all the major points which i wanted to highlight and i wanted you guys to realize that postgresql is currently the best database solution out there for you to experiment i'm not just watching because it's an open source database it's almost like a vetted and tested database solution even if you are trying to build a proper enterprise grade solution so and by that i'm resting my case so now it's on you guys to do your own research and and sort of compare all the properties which i say and then give me let, let me know guys uh, let me know guys so hit hit me up with your suggestions and tell me if some other database solution is equivalent or much better than postgresql so i'm always open for a very good discussion so with that said we are coming to the end of this segment of podcast i really appreciate you guys tuning in and keep rocking peace